0: Welcome to the shit show. We have tried this 50 times already and we were interrupted by bill collectors, um, children wanting water, which is easily found in a sink, and other things. So, you know, this is take 52 yeah. Yeah. of our unorganized
1: lame joke podcast. So how can you be lame but funny? I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Can you guys let us know if, how how it's... um funny but lame jokes. But, like is, is it like dad jokes? I think, do I think it's dad jokes. Do we
0: tell dad jokes?
1: I I don't know. I apparently don't pay my bills.
0: Like, <laughs> why'd why the chicken cross the road?
1: Uh, because it forgot to pay its bill? Because I punted it over there because it didn't pay its bills. <laughs> Oh, and I just want to clarify, it's just, I i forgot to pay it, not can't pay it. And nobody cares. Okay, I just, I'm just, yeah, I gotta make myself feel better, okay?
0: So, last week we took a break because it was Melinda's birthday. And I'm old as fuck! We decided to take her out ghost hunting, so we will have a story for that on you, for you
1: that I'm i not even redoing it I'm not I don't care we're gonna have a story for you next week we will have two stories to make up for the missing week and because you know Corey kind of flaked out on doing the podcast this week he's gonna make a podcast for us he's gonna host one um it better be good Corey and we're going to make you work for it. Because yeah, we're going to make
0: it. This is BS and my brain can't function. <laughs> but, okay. So we have pulled some stories from Huffington Post and Scoop Whoop. Because for... they suck. Well, and who doesn't like a scary story? I've been trying to get scary stories
1: done for like how long now?
0: So cuddle in close, grab your favorite blankie, your teddy bear, whatever makes you feel safe. Maybe a crucifix, whatever. Because here we go, Melinda. Oh, and
1: we really haven't thoroughly read any of these stories, so it's just—they're probably lame, lame jokes. This is a lame dad joke right here from Scoop Whoop. My daughter learned to count by real science. (sighs) Eighty-seven. Sorry, I had to get a drink. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter woke me at 11.50 last night. My wife and I had picked her up from her friend Sally's birthday party, brought her home, and put her to bed. My wife went into the bedroom to read while I fell asleep watching the parade game. Daddy? She whispered, tugging on my shirt. Guess how old I'm going to be next month. I don't know, beauty, I said as I slipped on my glasses. How old? She hopped. She She smiled and held up four fingers. It is 7.30 now. My wife and I have been up with her for hours, for almost eight hours. She refuses to tell us where she got them.
0: So this was in the middle of the night she showed them the fingers, so they stayed up all night. Trying to figure out
1: where these fingers came from.
0: I mean, that's not exactly the typical call you get for, um, you know, slumber parties and stuff. You're, like, dreading the call you're going to have to make. Oh, by the way, I found bugs in my kid's hair. No, it's I got to call and see which one of your kids are missing fingers. Well, we
1: don't know if they're kids or not. It didn't say if they were little fingers or big fingers. They didn't say if they were alive fingers or dead fingers. Fresh fingers or... Well, I was going to say, if they are cut off of the hand, they are very much, like, um... Fresh. But, I mean, maybe they found them in the backyard and Sally's parents had murdered somebody.
0: Maybe. You never know.
1: Or maybe Sally gave up her fingers. Willingly.
0: Maybe it was some ritual, like
1: those kids that decided
0: to pull the crap with Slender Man. Like, sacrifice somebody to get into the kingdom, you know? (laughs) like who knows alrighty and our second story comes from Huffington Post and it is called The Cell Phone a couple of months ago my friend's cousin, a single mother bought a new cell phone after a long day of work she came home, placed her phone on the counter and went to watch TV her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone she told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran to his to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with her phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked the phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through, she noticed only minor changes such as background, banner, etc. But when she opened her saved pictures, she began deleting the pictures he had taken. Only one new picture remained. When she saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed. But the picture was taken by somebody else above him, and it showed to the left half an elderly woman's face. Well, that's not okay. So who took th- that picture? Like... <laughs> I I always think of that because my kid gets a hold of my phone. Well, not so much mine. She takes my mom's phone all the time and she floods it with pictures and stuff. So I'm always the weirdo that goes through and I like zoom in to see if she picked anything up. <laughs> because, well, we did have this one incident with her. Uh, my mom had taken a picture of her to send to my dad. And for some reason it started typing out the word Zach over and over again across it. Which is really weird because that uh, my mom had a second child who passed away as an infant and his name was Zachary. So it was just kind of interesting when she was trying to send a picture of my daughter that it just popped up with the word Zach like somebody was typing it over and over and over again.
1: Like, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> we had a little girl in my house last night and a cat. I have a ghost cat apparently.
0: As long as it doesn't poop all over your floor, I guess it shouldn't be a problem. (laughs) Oh, there's the dad
1: jokes. (laughs) That's the lame jokes. Oh, oh God. Oh my God, just how we talk. Yeah, we just, we're dads. Apparently we have peanuts. We're just lame. Okay. (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) He stood against my window by... Sabbath hook? Oh (laughs) no!
0: Sabbath hook, I think, is the user. We'll go with that. They'll know who they are. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay. I don't know why I looked up, but when I did, I saw him there. He stood against my window. His forehead resting against the glass and his eyes still and... I'm sorry. His eyes were still and light and he smiled a lipstick red cartoonish grin. Oh, God, no. Um, sorry. (laughs) Oh, and he just stood there in my window. My wife was upstairs sleeping. My son was in his crib and I couldn't move. I froze and watched him looking past me through the glass. Oh, please no. He smiled. His smile, a little, I can't read. His smile never moved, but he put a hand up and slid it down the glass, watching me. With matted hair and yellow skin and a face through the window, I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there. Frozen. Feet still. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should read these first. This is great. I just stayed there, frozen, feet still in the bushes. I was pruning, looking into my house. He stood against my window. What the fuck? So he was inside the house. The the guy was inside and he was outside. I don't know. So he saw somebody in, Okay.
0: Well, that took a turn to where I didn't think it was. That's gonna go. why I like started
1: laughing. I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there, frozen, feet still in the bushes. I was pruning, looking into my house. He stood against my window, or was he the guy that stood against the window?
0: I think he was outside and saw somebody in his house, but I'm just wondering why he was wearing lipstick.
1: <laughs> I don't no! Like, I am confused of the context. Wow, that was. A, that whole story. That hurts my brain. Okay. That. That. I. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost
0: Bro. My house was built in 1904. It is a single family home, wood frame setting on a concrete block foundation. I have been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things my siblings and me have he- heard in this house, this one event is my favorite. This happened to my brother. About ten years ago, my brother and his best friends had started a garage band that played mostly Spanish rock, alternative music, but in Spanish. Oh, that sounds awesome. I want to listen to that. You Sorry. You I could find some. I know,
1: right?
0: His <laughs> friends could only play together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice into the early evening, and they would usually call it quick. Sur- quits around 8pm. This was the time I usually showed up and went to bed because I worked the graveyard graveyard shift. (laughs) Graveyard shift.
1: And she's the good reader. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what's happening.
0: This happened in late fall. So the days were getting shorter and they had just finished a long session when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filled out the basement, but the tricky part was that they needed to walk all the way back to the basement, out the back of the basement, up the stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall, into the living room, and out the front porch. Everyone was outside, sitting in my brother's truck, waiting for him. My brother was walking up the back stairs when he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to-go container on the speaker in the basement. He just... He made the decision to go back. Now, the basement was not clean, and full, with full sight lines, there are partitions made, and the boiler and main heating unit are right smack in the middle. So, like, they had half walls and stuff, like, that I'm assuming you can't see around, so that just kind of sounds
1: spooky to me. So, not a finished basement, but not a crawl space. Yeah. With the boiler in the middle. Oh, Grandma's house. Nana Patches had the boiler in the middle. Remember that creepy fucking thing? Mm-hmm. Remember it? Mm-hmm. Like an octopus. Anyways, so after my brother
0: walks back, he is about to retrieve his food container when, out of the corner of the eye, he sees it. It's a shadow figure. Right in his peripheral vision. This feeling of dread and uneasiness watches over my brother. He had been taught that if you see a presence of a spirit or a ghost and you felt it had a bad vibe to help the situation to say a quick prayer or to cuss at it, my brother chose the latter. He basically just told it, hey, F you, I don't have time for this shit. My brother started walking to the back of the basement and briskly up the stairs, closing the doors and the lights off as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding into the living room with the amber light. My brother said that he felt something at his back, but at no point did he turn around. As he flicked the last switch of the living room, it went dark, as did the rest of the house. As he stepped out, he pulled the door closed. And he was holding his food container in one hand. He jogged down the few porch steps. He walked towards the front gate. Our house resides in the far point of the main street, essentially for the large front yard, but no garage. As he closed the gap between himself and his friend's laden truck, he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head, mad at himself for spooking out over no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting the seatbelt on and getting ready to pull out of the parking spot directly in front of the house when one of his friends asked, Hey, wait, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother answered, what do you mean? He went to work t- early tonight. He's already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? The next question they asked, so who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house?
1: <laughs> oh, fuck that. So he had a friend the whole time. He just didn't turn around to check it out. I've officially came to the conclusion that um, my stories are more fucked up than anything. <laughs> yeah. Um... The Happy Day of My Life by... How do you say that? Reclitus. Okay, sounds good. I watched as my soon-to-be father-in-law held my daughter's hand as he walked down the aisle, tears streaming down his face as the wedding march had... I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said my daughter, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, let me restart because that made no... Wow, that was a little fucked up. Anyways, I watched as my soon-to-be father-in-law held his daughter's hand as he walked down the aisle, tears streaming down his face as the wedding march that played in the background reminded him that in just a few minutes he would be watching me hold his daughter's hand and slipping on her ring. (laughs) He walked up to the altar and I just took her hand, grinning ear to ear. It was the happiest day of my life. My bride's father got down on his knees and started begging, Please, I did what you asked. Just please give me my daughter back. I glared at him. Shut up and sit down. You're ruining the moment. If you sit back down and enjoy the ceremony, maybe I'll tell you where I've hidden the rest of her body. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it goes along with the fingers, man. Maybe it was the daughter that girl's fingers. That's like one kid <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, this should be called... (laughs) Mm, Scary fucked up stories. (laughs) That are more (laughs) deranged than anything. Okay,
0: The Whispers. This is a story I do not often tell. I promise sincerely that it has scarred me for life, and although I look to psychological explanations for what I heard and the unnatural explanation for what occurred... They remain unsatisfactory. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They were not evil, but they were not familiar, and they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call them when I was, when asking my mom. She figured they were just bumps in the night and typical kid nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that, that they sounded different from one another the way people's voices often do. On some nights I would get scared of these whispers and I would sleep in my mom's bed with her. It was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside her bedroom door and for my late night tinkles. Yes, that is why I love my room. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I should add at this point that when walking out in the hall to go to the bathroom you look directly down the stairs that lead to my living room in the first floor as my mother's bedroom was on the second floor. On one such night around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to relieve myself. I walked out the door and instantly heard the phrase, Look, and to my astonishment, a red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall at the very bottom of the stairs. The light had no source. It was by itself, and I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, it was only a few days from Christmas. I knew that this light what this light was. It was Santa. How else would he be in my house and know that I was a good boy? Oh, shit.
1: Oh, (laughs) shit. Oh, shit. This got real.
0: I was so excited, I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and it fades into the darkness of my living room. That's when I heard him, a very strong, masculine voice, different than the first. Not at all like my father's. Not to say he isn't masculine, he's just distinctly different. It said, "'Stop! Right now! Go back up those stairs!' I listened, turned around, and what happened next, I'm not sure. But I would believe that someone had told told me the same story. After reaching the top of the stairs, I heard a loud crash that sent me running back to my mother's bed, and I jumped straight under the covers and stayed there the whole night." when we awoke the next morning the poinsettia lights the little christmas flower lights that glowed red my mother had put on the railing down the stairs had been pulled straight down to the bottom of the stairs some broken from what seemed like forceful tear laying in a single pile the dry sink in my living room had fallen off the wall my mother could not explain it my father was worried that we had been victims of a home invasion my sister was crying. There was nothing missing. Nobody had broken in, and it seemed to be, and there didn't see any reason for this to happen. And then I saw it, and I kept quiet about it, because I was so afraid that I couldn't force the words out of my mouth. There, on the edge of the wooden dry sink, which had been facing up, were three indentations that, where the finish in the wood had been worn, almost as if by a forceful grip, something down there had grabbed it and thrown it down. That was the bang that I heard. I was mortified. After that day, I heard th- I never heard a single voice again. I do not like to imagine what was waiting downstairs for me that night, if anything at all, but I can tell you that the reality was that something had physically acted upon two things in my house near the bottom of the stairwell. After this, I had never heard another whisper again, which is sad in some ways. I was I would have liked to thank. thank the man, the masculine energy, that stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven. I am 20 years old now, and because of the incident, I am afraid of the dark, especially shadowy
1: stairwells. Oh, man. I'm proud of her. She has a real reason to be scared of the dark. You know why I'm scared of the dark? The motherfucking tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. Keep a flashlight by the bed so you can zap her. Thank you, you knew exactly what I was talking about. It was like my favorite movie when I was like younger, like from the moment it came out when darkness falls. And I love it and I can watch it without getting scared. But god damn it, sometimes sometimes I'm walking in the dark and all of a sudden I get this weird feeling and I have to run until I'm in light. <laughs> I have to run until I'm in light. It is so ridiculous. <laughs> I need a flashlight.
0: I feel that way all the time, like I can't turn off, like, especially in basements, you know, there's a joke on Facebook about, oh, how brave are you? Do you have to run up the stairs after the lights are out? Well, hell yes I do, because I'm not staying down there with things that
1: I can't see. If we're talking about the town line basement, fuck no. I didn't like being on there with the lights on.
0: That wasn't even a light switch, though, remember? We had to pull the strings. But
1: yeah. So it was more
0: complicated, and...
1: I swear there's dead bodies in that
0: basement. Old Michigan basement. Lots of, like, sand and stuff in the walls. And I swear something was buried in it at one point. A few things.
1: (laughs) My favorite support group. Bye. I post at midnight. Look, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm a complete bastard. I'm also lazy. I'm only here to... Find the idiots. Because there's almost always an idiot. What? This support group is pretty typical. We connected online, decided on a quiet place, and now we're all sitting cross-legged in a circle. Oh, that just doesn't seem right. Real kumbaya crap. Jerome takes the lead, pouring, oh, okay, <laughs> pouring everyone a cup of tea as he starts talking. I'm Jerome. I can drink your tea, but only after explaining why you're here. I'll start. Jerome tells us he's never been loved. I can see why. The guy's ugly as sin. <laughs> He sips his tea while the the mousy chick speaks next. Mayu, she says, my parents. Short and sweet, but bl- no blubber. no no blubbering. Like crying. I know, but I. Blah, blah, blah. I've just never seen it written. <laughs> Sorry gotta admire mayu she's probably not the idiot next to talk are a legless veteran oh veteran i thought it said veterinarian so i was like wait what the fuck okay that's not as funny as i thought it was um next to talk were a legless veteran a broke businessman um, a needle needle track junkie and a deceased old a diseased old crone Then it's my turn. I'm an ass everyone hates me. I take a loud annoying slurp A slurp of oolong. As the fat kid with a black eyed goes next. What the fuck? <laughs> Tell his, telling his boring fat kid stab story. This guy is mean. Afterwards, we're all sitting quietly and then Geno- Jer- Jerome kneels over. Then Mayu's eyes roll back and she slumps forward. Only the fat kid reacts. What's happening? He whines. I thought this was a suicide support group. Oh my god. Found the idiot. It is. I say, spitting out my mouthful of tea. They support it. No one wants to die alone, kid. Oh, how ghost whitey turns, looking into the cup. I love it. These suicide meetings are the sad, the saddest dream, and I never have to lift a finger. I told the lazy I told you I'm a lazy bastard. So he was making people contemplate suicide. And like- no, he was gathering people up to be in a su- suicide support group, so that they didn't have to die alone. So they like drank the Kool Aid. The love of... But the bad kid didn't know that they were really there to die. <laughs> and the guy's like, I never have to lift a finger. I told you I'm a lazy bastard. This <laughs> is how he kills people. Oh, my freaking God. <laughs> That's not how I thought that was going to go. Not at all. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude, this is like three sentences. I don't know. Um, I post at midnight. Um... Posted another one, and it's really short. It's, Little Emily vanished last last year. Now they're pouring... What? Little Emily vanished last year. Now they're pouring new sidewalks in my neighborhood. And I found her name in the wet cement. Written in remembrance. But it was written in reverse. And from below. Uh, Wait, what? Um, like, so
0: she's laying there like she was buried like, and wrote her name because it would appear... Oh my buried. god! That's so fucked up! Oh! Oh! So, like, did they just cement over her? Well, Apparently! They well, they couldn't have cemented over her alive because she would have suffocated with the cement before she could ever even write on anything.
1: Or maybe it was ghost Emily that was already dead and going, Hello, I'm down here. Pretty much. And in that case,
0: like, in all seriousness, sometimes um, spirits will reach out to try to get their body put to peace. So if Emily had disappeared and nobody knew where her body was, maybe that was her outcry to try to find it so she can be laid to rest. So maybe not so much scary, as kind of sad. <laughs> like, in actuality. What?
1: <laughs> These are fucked up! Crying isn't going to help by honest rage. I pointed the gun at the sick bastard who killed my wife. He sobbed as he feared for what was to come. I pulled the trigger. If only... If only he spoke and tried to reason with me, then maybe he could have lived. But that was obviously not going to happen. After all, he was born a few minutes ago. What? Who was born? I pointed the gun at the sick bastard who killed my wife. Like, that is... (laughs) so fucked up, I know! And so I was like, um... So, like, a
0: death during childbirth and blaming the Yes, and, and he, then he the shot child. the
1: baby! But the fucked up thing is, if he spoke and tried to room with me, then maybe he could've lived. But that wasn't gonna happen, obviously gonna happen. After all, he's born a few minutes. That's fucked up! What the fuck? That's not okay. I'm <clears throat> gonna have nightmares. Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) for our last
0: long story, I don't know if Mindy's got another one for you after this. You mean
1: the one tiny paragraph thing? (laughs) No, those ones seem to be the really fucked up ones.
0: (laughs) But for our last story before closing, we are going with the satellite images. A friend of mine showed us how to use Google Maps. I'm sure that you've seen it. It lets you use satellite image to look at locations all over the world. A few years ago, I was in a car accident. Since then, I really don't leave the house that often. It's difficult.
1: Wait, is this about me? No. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying.
1: <laughs>
0: Anyways. And the idea of a, of seeing a car drive by me makes me feel lightheaded. A I was car fascinated... Drive? Car drive.
1: Oh, I didn't go back to
0: bed. I I was fascinated by the fact that I could see all over the world, almost like being there. I could virtually walk down the street and almost felt like I was really there. I became instantly hooked. It gave me a real eye of the world. I could go almost any of the major cities, and if I did, I'd seize the streets in China, Japan, Germany, England, so many places. I'd even gone to tourism attractions like the Great Barrier Reef and Dracula's Castle. Oh, I want to go. Maybe we should start using Google Maps.
1: (laughs) Like, just see what we can see.
0: My favorite was to go to random places in major cities and see how many people and animals I could find. The faces of the people were always blurred to protect their privacy. But it was still enjoyable to see them there, enjoying their life, walking like it was no big deal. She must have good taste, I laughed. I zoomed in closer and noticed a gray bag she carried in a gray and purple shoulder strap. She was walking in a relaxed manner, one hand training, trailing the wall beside her. I bet if I could have seen her face, I would have seen that she was smiling. I began to feel a little sad. I let my hand fall into the arms of the wheelchair and looked at her for a minute more. I wished that I could be there, walking so carefree with her. That wouldn't happen, though, until I died. I was struck by... I was stuck in this chair. I sighed and zoomed out of Tokyo, enough of this for tonight. I turned off the computer and went to bed. I got up early and decided to look around Paris. Paris was always fun. I liked to look at the city with all the old beautiful buildings and so many people to watch. I randomly zoomed into an area and saw a street lined with old brick building, a few small shops, and an old tan brick church. Ahead was an intersection and a dozen people walked by a balding businessman walked quickly past looking back at an old woman hair covered with a scarf carrying a large purse a curvy woman in black pants that were too tight stared out the store window and two women led a group of small children around the corner i spun the view around a few more times and then saw something peculiar sitting at the bench at the bus stop there were two people One of them was a young woman with her feet stuck in front of her in a relaxed manner. She was wearing a pair of red sneakers, like my own. I was startled for a moment as I noticed the black pants, white t-shirt, and black hooded jacket. Oh, fuck. Her dark brown hair was tied loosely behind her head. A gray bag sat on the bench beside her, the shoulder strap hooked over her shoulder. This is crazy, I thought. It can't be possibly the same woman. This is a different country, a different continent even. How could that be her? This was stupid. It wasn't even... It wasn't as if these were live photographs. They were taken ahead of time and stored. It's not like she was in two places at once. She could just be a traveler. Besides, without seeing her face, it's impossible to tell if it was the same person. Brown hair was probably the most common hair color in the world. Those red sneakers were something I had purchased online. I'm sure a million other people did too. I shook my head and went to fix some lunch.
1: When oh I got God. back
0: online, I noticed I decided to look at Berlin. I picked a random street as usual. It looked pretty empty. The brick buildings lining the street looked more like factories than anything else. There were also empty lots full of lots of grass and piled gravel. There wasn't much to see really at all. There was a line of and motorbikes, motor bikes. Not motor barks and a car with two German flags sticking out of it. After more searching, I found one kid. He looked like he was dressed for school, a jacket thrown over his bag, and he intently looking at the same ki- some kind of mobile device. I was disappointed. I started to leave, but then I caught something out of the corner of my eye. I turned the view, and there, they were those damned red sneakers. She was standing in the street corner. Next to some kind of signpost, she had a hand on the post and looking down the street as if waiting to cross the street. I stared in shock. How could she be there, too? Even if she was traveling, there was no way that I would find her every time. Even finding her in Paris would have been one heck of a coincidence. But this? This was crazy. This was some kind of joke. Had Google decided to play a prank on its users that use the product so much, it would have been a great joke.
1: Hey, what up?
0: I did a quick search, looking for a note about a woman that showed up like, where's Waldo? There was nothing. I looked through articles on strange things you'd see in Google Maps, but none of them mentioned a woman that travels the world with you. This was crazy. Had my self-imposed isolation driven me mad? Had I become so lonely that I created a hallucination for myself? Leaving the Berlin images on my screen, I sent a text to my friend asking him to look at the locations. I asked him to look for the same woman, and I waited. Hands sweating, heart thumping in my chest, I jumped when my phone beeped in the return text message he sent ten minutes later. The text read, I see the lady you're talking about in Berlin. I don't see her in Paris or Tokyo. Is this some kind of game or what? Are you okay? I didn't respond. Instead, returning to locations in Tokyo and Paris, there she was. She was there, but it was different. She no longer sat at the bus bench in Paris. She was standing in front of it, looking at, for something in her bag. In Tokyo, she was blocks away, squatted down and petting a calico cat. I shivered. Who was she? What is happening? I switched the map to Brussels. In another city street, I was. it was lined in old-looking buildings and shops at ground level. And I guessed what that there were apartments above. I quickly scanned the streets. They were empty, other than a stocky woman in a bright blue sweater. I did a second sweep. She wasn't there. I sighed in relief. I couldn't believe it was ge- I was getting so worked up over this. It was nothing but a coincidence. I stopped myself. My eyes frozen on the screen. There was a building at, at the point of a fork in the road, white and black ironwork, ironwork framed balcony, jutting out the second floor. I hadn't seen her, as I had been looking down at the sidewalks. There she stood, standing on the balcony, her head tilted in the direction of the camera, almost like she was coyly looking at me. My breath caught in my throat. I switched to Sydney. She was leaning against the wall inside the doorway of a bright blue Carrick's pharmacy building. London showed her getting ready to step on a red-decker double, double-decker bus. Her head turned, turned to look over her shoulder. She was everywhere I looked. She stood on a brick sidewalk in the bridge in Venice. She walked across the yellow barred crosswalk in Zurich and in Hong Kong she stood between the wing lung bank and the McDonald's adjusting the strap of her bag. In each picture she came closer and closer to looking directly at me and blurred out and her blurred out face. My heart felt like a terrible terrified bird slamming around inside my chest. I A couldn't catch bird. my breath. I wasn't sure what to do. I couldn't call the police. Could I send screenshots to Google? I clenched my fists tightly and closed my eyes. Who was she? Was she following me? Was I following her? I wish I could see the expression on her face. Know what she saw when she looked back at me. I wanted to get out of the chair and run. Why is it the only thing that made me feel free again was the thing that made me feel even more trapped? I had to know. I typed in a name of a town and zoomed into a random street. It was a couple miles from my house and the gates of the city park were shown in the clarity of the daylight, despite it being night here. And there she was. There. There she was. She was only a few miles from my house, standing under the ironwork arc that that stated the name of the park. She looked directly at the camera, directly at me. I felt like I might throw up. She was near me, and she was watching me. She was coming for me. What did she want? I typed the name of the apartment complex where I lived. This just sounds like a bad idea.
1: You're so... (laughs)
0: Like... All of
1: it sounds like a terrible idea.
0: Like, he's bringing her closer. Yeah, why? I typed in the name of the apartment complex where I lived. I could see outside the building. The parking lot was full of cars, and there were a few blurred-out children on the playground. I searched everywhere for her. She wasn't in the parking lot or on the sidewalk, not hiding between the buildings or standing on the playground. I even scanned each of the cars behind the bushes and each of the blurred windows. She wasn't there. I curled tightly around myself and lay my head down at my desk. This place was safe. I didn't leave the apartment anyway. I would never use Google Maps again. I would never see her again. She would stay in the park for all I cared. I smiled to myself and was surprised to hear to find a tear a tear slipping down my face i'm safe i said to myself in a whisper it felt good to hear it out loud i'm safe Not not as i said it there was a knock at the door a chill ran down my spine i had a camera hooked in my de- to my computer that showed who was at the front door and it made it easier for me with my mobility issues i slowly reached the control to show myself who was outside, but my hand fumbled furiously. As I touched the control, I realized the mistake. The last of the Google images that I had seen only shown the outside of the building, just the outside. I looked at the screen and saw a woman in a white t-shirt, black pants, black hooded jacket and carrying a gray bag with purple and gray striped shoulder straps. Of course, there were those red sneakers. She looked directly at the camera, her face still a complete blur-, blur. As I tried to stifle a scream, she raised a hand and knocked loudly on my front door.
1: The end.
0: So he led her right to his freaking house.
1: Like <laughs> yeah, no Google Maps for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I got nothing.
0: So this concludes our episode for this week and next week as we've said we will be doing two. Um Corey is putting one together with us. Because he bailed. So, you know, maybe next week we'll be more organized and less lame, but... Oh, no, it's always going to have lame dad jokes. I've come to the conclusion it's just our personality. We can't help it. Yeah,
1: we're lame dad jokes. But uh, hey, I'm not going to lie, though. I like this baking random stories and reading it. So I feel like on the weeks that we get busy and we're not able to do the research that we want to adequately enough for a podcast, we should read random ghost stories. Because I don't know how many of those I read and went, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> he shot his kid. That's terrible.
0: He killed his wife. Jeez. Kill my wife, I kill you. Don't care if you're a baby. Oh, my that is, God. Yeah. So, um... Good night, sleep tight, stay off of Google Maps, and always check your hands for fingers and
1: your children's friends' fingers. Yeah, after birthday parties, make sure nobody goes home with anybody's fingers.
0: So now we're no longer looking for illnesses or, like, bugs or anything. Just check the fingers. Make sure nobody's leaving with limbs. Well,
1: maybe some ears.
0: They're, like, ears would
1: be the next thing.
0: Anything easily cut off. You know, you don't. And if you see a name backwards, always think there could be somebody underneath it writing. Or behind it. You never know what's waiting for you on the other side of whatever
1: you're looking at. Okay, I just want to point out, does anybody else sit there and go, there's a ghost in my mirror that's going to write to me? Because that is my thought process right now. Like (laughs) that, I'm going to get out of my shower, and there's going to be fog, and there's going to be writing. It'll say, Red Room. Like on The Shining. (laughs) Murder backwards. What the fuck's red rum, man? What's it got to do with anything? Why is the rum always gone? On the plus side, I'm glad that uh, my bathroom's so big that it generally doesn't fog up the (laughs)
0: mirror. All right, until next time. Bye, guys.